Hey everybody, I'm Kurt Whitesell, own WKRP Indy Real Estate, and this is the What's Up Westfield uh, podcast, and it's going to be a special series that I'm going to sit down with Scott Willis on a regular basis, and we're going to do a quick little no question, no agenda conversation just to catch up what's going on and follow him as he goes from his um, election recently, and then uh, as he goes through the November elections and finally takes over as the next mayor of Westfield. So we look forward to it. Thanks. Hey, Scott, thanks for doing this today. I appreciate you coming on. Um, looking forward to hearing a lot about what you've got happening as the mayor-elect. And so why don't you uh, quick tell us what you're up to these days? Yeah, so it's um, it's, been a, it's been a crazy couple of months. I'm not going to lie. I've got a million balls in the air right now. Uh, but I'm absolutely having a blast. And I'm super excited about uh, January 1st and, and taking office. And uh, so, you know, I've got my business that I've been trying to uh, um, disconnect from. And uh, we've been somewhat successful in doing that, but I've probably been doing more city work than I thought it would at this point. Uh, but I'm super excited that uh, the mayor has given me the opportunity to really get involved in decision making. Um, we've already closed a deal, economic deal is getting ready to get announced. So uh, it's been it's been an absolute blast. So just a question uh, early on here. Let's just get this out of the way. Um, as the mayor elect, you don't start till January one. But uh, our current mayor has kind of said, hey, go ahead, figure things out, uh, get comfortable, which is nice. I think that's been probably a good thing. But I, our, do you, our current mayor in all ways has kind of checked out of the position. Do you feel like you're you are getting um, thrown a lot of stuff that you can't really deal with yet? Uh, no, I mean I, I've okay. been. Um, I mean a lot of things are coming my way, but we're mm -hmm. dealing with it. Um, for example, the budget cycle that we just started—that's my budget—and mm -hmm. uh, I spent a lot of hours working with the city staff and ensuring that um, that I own that budget because, quite frankly, I will come January first. So. Mm -hmm. Things like that, that maybe at first I didn't realize I would be doing. Um, I'm happy that I, I've had that opportunity. So that budget, uh, just specifically, if you were in a, in, typically in a transition time, uh, does the mayor allow the next mayor to come be a part of that? I, I think historically, well, you know, Westfield's never had a transition in the mayor's office mm -hmm. for the first time. Uh, but if you look around, for example, Noblesville, when Mayor Jensen took office, um, the outgoing mayor, Ditzler, um, was also allowed Chris to get involved. Okay. And that first budget was his as well. So we, there mm -hmm. is a president set in Hamilton County for that. Cool. Because you are going to have to do It's going to be your problem. So it'd be it's at my least problem. Nice to be I familiar with it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, there, there, there's little things that, you know, the mayor and I had to kind of negotiate and work through and, uh -huh. um, and there's some realities to this current city council that maybe future city councils would approve that they won't. Um, but I'm trying to, to play nice in the sandbox with both mm -hmm. the outgoing mayor and the current and the outgoing council. So is it uh, touchy kind of like you don't want to overstep your boundary and you're trying to be respectful and that kind of stuff? Is that hard? Yeah, it, it, it could be hard, but our mayor has been very good about saying you're the new mayor and this is your world. And, and, and I support what you want to do, but I try not to forget, like when the staff approaches me about something, I am not the mayor right now. Uh, it yeah. is Mayor Cook. And so I, 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 I try not to get involved in day-to-day -day activities that are immediate in nature, 
but anything future, um, you know, forward thinking or, or future um, developments or things along those lines, I do step in and, and, and have my voice heard. So are you, so everyone has to start till January one to start uh, griping at you and blaming you for everything, right? Or can we start yeah, now? It's probably starting now within the city <laughs> staff, but uh, yeah, no, it's, yeah, right. <laughs> we'll start griping at me till January 1st at, at uh, 0001 AM, but uh, uh -huh. comes with the territory. If you're not willing to it do does. that, don't run. <laughs> so you're, but you're currently a counselor and are you having a hard time or is it not a hard time that what's the, what's the feel of trying to act as a counselor and also uh, when you're making decisions as a counselor, but you know you're going to be the mayor, is that affecting much of your decision making or your work? It really hasn't, because even when I was not even elected mayor, I was just a city councilor. I mean, I've always tried to do what I thought was right for our city, and that's not changing now during this transition. So, um, I actually have found that the, the outgoing city council has been really nice to work with. They've been have they? they've been good to me. They've they they understand I have a different vision and. They're trying to support it within their own views of how government works. So yeah. um, we've had some a good couple of months, I think. Good. All right. So what's something that you're excited about? Downtown. I mean, it's 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 happening already. Um, we've had a few of the downtown lots that have been purchased by um, a restaurant here that uh, plans on moving a restaurant downtown. I'm super excited about a few of them. I can't share yet who they are or what they're bringing, but it's already starting to happen. Um, we're working on a couple of mixed use developments already behind the scenes that are going to hopefully break ground in 2024 or early 2025. Um, I, I think the downtown area is getting ready to just explode. So what do you, what is a, because uh, it hasn't exploded, which is fine, but what is something that is going to be a challenge as we get more and more interest downtown with development? What will be a challenge from as the mayor? Parking, it's been a challenge. It will remain a challenge. I'm committed to parking. And I think because of that commitment, the restaurants are coming um, because they see that vision. But how do you pay for that? Um, you know, parking garages don't pay for themselves. And um, the restaurant community, business community, they're not in the business of, of, of building parking garages either. So the city's going to have to bring um, some money to the table to pull that off. Um, we were, we're doing that currently uh, with the project that Old Town Design Group's doing there at the corner of 32 and Union, and we're going to have to continue to do that. So one of the things I've done, uh, we, as soon as I won the election and realized I was unopposed, um, I asked the mayor if he would fund a consultant to come in and look at the city's ability um, to participate in public-private partnerships. So they're looking at things like debt and bonding capacity and all that, and they're identifying up front, hey, here's what the city can do from an investment perspective. And then we have to develop a strategy of, okay, we only have so much money to spend. It's not a bottomless bucket. Um, so strategically, what are the most important pieces to redeveloping the downtown area that will ensure vision comes to fruition? So you've hired a consulting company that's going to tell you, tell the city how much money you think they can risk on stuff like this, correct? Not only that, but where is it best spent? Um, you know, where do you get your best bang for your buck? You know, not every project's created equally. Um, and, you know, as downtown starts to redevelop, um, what we do today, we won't have to do in the future. Once the ball starts to roll, the, the private sector will jump in and, and we won't have to do a lot from a city investment. 
but to crack the ice, you know, Carmel had to do it. Noblesville, Noblesville's doing it right now. Um, that's just the way it has to, it has to work. Do you feel like you, you will have the tools to be successful at that and uh, starting right away? I do. I, I, we are set up right now, I think, financially for a very strong run in Westfield. There's a few pieces with this budget cycle that are absolutely critical we get done. Um, and I think the council is going to support it. And if they do, I think we're set up really nicely for the next five to 10 years to get caught up on public safety, make some investments in the private sector to spur development in our downtown area and also um, you know, in other pockets of the city where we're looking at office or, or um, high tech or light industrial type uses. What, what do you define as downtown right now? What's downtown in your head? I know it's a changing boundary, but right, realistically, what do you feel like is downtown? Yeah, so for me, the, the center point of downtown is 32 in Union. Um, you put a, put a dot right there in the middle of that intersection, and that's the heart, in my mind, of Westfield. And then I look at it in four quadrants. You've got the northeast, northwest, southeast, southwest quadrants. For me, we're going to start, and we've already got a design. I, I mentioned this on the campaign trail. We were about 90% of the way there. Well, we're there now. We have a design. We're vetting it through the, uh, the private sector, and I'm going to bring it to uh, the residents here in, in January of next year to vet. Um, but we've got the southwest corner of downtown redesigned. Um, and that's kind of the starting point. That's where Park Street's at. And that's where Grand Junction, we just put a lot of investments in that quadrant. And that's where we need to start. And then from there, we'll look at the other three quadrants and, and, and redevelop those over time. So you want to have a plan in place, almost like a, a dialed in um, comprehensive plan for the downtown, right? A refresh one. And then do you want to it's shop that? More than a comprehensive plan. Um, comprehensive plan just kind of gives you what you'll accept. We've got a, a literal a, a vision, a redesign of where each building goes and what happens on each parcel of land. We've got that designed out so that when the development community comes to us, we're not going to just accept whatever they bring, which is what we have done in the past. We know exactly what we want. And we're going to tell them, hey, you want to be a partner in Westfield? Great. We'd love to have you. But here's what we'll accept in these areas of the city. Um, I, I just and I talked about this on the campaign trail. I want to have a vision for every blade of grass in our city. And that's how Carmel has built out what they have. And I, I don't want to be Carmel. I want something unique for Westfield. But I do want to have a very specific, well thought out, vetted vision that the development community has like a roadmap to um, to work with. So one of the hard parts about that is a city has to be willing to put their money where their mouth is. And Carmel, let's go back to Carmel. Carmel just buys ground and puts it out to developers and they subsidize it that way. And that's very expensive, but it works in my head. Is Do you think the city's gonna be willing to do take take on moves like that? Yeah. If they're gonna, gonna require. To. Yeah, we're gonna have to. Um, and, and the architectural standards of Carmel, I mean, we get a lot of complaints in Westfield about architectural standards. Well, Carmel will, will put money into a project because they know, hey, no developer is going to build an all brick parking garage and four story mm -hmm. office like they have on Range Line Road unless the city comes in and brings, hey, we want this standard, but we're willing to put some investment in there to build it out in a way that we think is you know, fits our vision. We, mm -hmm. we don't traditionally do that in Westville. We haven't in the past, but we're going to have to if we want to have a similar um, 
know what the word I'm looking for, but vision and, and be able to build out a very specific look to your city. We're going to have to be willing to do that. Scott, do you, think our, you think our downtown, um, I hear a lot of, I disagree with that. We have enough apartments. I think we need a lot more people and residences. Do you think there will be more uh, apartments in our downtown and mixed use developments? I, I do not want to see, at least in the in the first few years of my administration, I don't want to see any more apartments by themselves, a standalone apartment. Mm -hmm. I do believe we have enough being built and enough on the books to to serve that segment. What we don't have is enough density in our downtown area, and that's why nobody's, um, no businesses are coming there. Very few restaurants have come there. Um, we've got a few nice ones, but really not a whole lot. And that's because nobody lives and works downtown. And we're going to have to create that. And that's where um, I call mixed use. Not They are apartments, but on the main level, it's retail, shops, office space. That's my concept. And we're going to be bringing several of those to the downtown area. We're not going to slam it in like Carmel. I don't want that level of density. Um, and we're going to protect the Park Street corridor. In fact, that whole block of park, Mill, Jersey, and Westfield Boulevard, that whole block will be a recreation of what's already started by Bob Beauchamp there on, on Park Street. It's going to be a real eclectic and really unique development. Think kind of a Zionsville and what they've been able to do with their downtown area. But on the borders of that is where you put in that density and mixed use so that it feeds into that downtown area. Do you think there's enough interest and investment money to bring enough mixed use development? Oh yeah, they're they're not they're beating on our doors right now. We've got several projects that we're starting to work on. Um, I think you'll see in 2024 um, at least two new announcements, maybe three, um, into our downtown area that will be a significant mixed use development. I would like that. I, I, it's it's so needed. I mean, it's it's the missing piece to to Westfield. You know, I uh, obviously own a restaurant down there and I've spent a lot of time on Park Street working on all those properties with Bob and the key component component that uh, we lack is people. Um, if you stand down there and talk to people, they're all coming from other areas. Everybody's driving in. Everybody's coming from Carmel Fish. You know, it's they're As a matter of fact, the Westfield community finds Park Street to be a hassle, right? And so it would be cool to ha make it where it truly is walkable, to where people can live down there, they can walk to dinner, they can walk to a bar, they can walk to the theater, whatever that is. So I'm looking forward to that. I hope, I hope it happens sooner than later. I feel like it's been uh, slow to start, but um, it'll be cool. Well, there's just um, been no parking. Um, you know, when, yeah. when, you're, when you're trying to sell restaurants on a gravel parking lot that is now a park, Grand Junction, I mean, who's going to make a multi-million dollar investment into something that's temporary? I mean, the city yeah. has to show commitment to what we're trying to do downtown, and it will explode. Um, but we have to show that commitment. And you're going to do that. I like that, that you're tagged on parking or that you're excited about creating parking. So that's important. Um, all right. You Absolutely. also talked about... Uh, industrial stuff what are you hoping uh, for yes. that well north point two um which did not get um out of apc well it, it was a negative uh, no vote out of apc uh it got bogged down in council and really never got a vote in council 
um, that's coming back. It's coming back first quarter. And I think the votes are there to get it to get it passed. And that's an important piece. And it's in a really good location. When you think about um, high tech or light industrial or um, commercial development, you want it on the exteriors of your city. You don't want it in somebody's backyard. And that's just that's a really um, ideal place connecting State Road 38 and US 31. Um, it's just a, a logical place for that. We're also looking at some other um, locations within the city limits, and we're also looking at annexation. Um, annexation, not for residential, but for commercial use. Mm -hmm. um, I don't want to talk too much about that. Yeah, I don't put the cart before the horse. Come on, um, Scott. Let's do it. <laughs> we've got some NDAs we're bound to in terms of what we can share, but we're, we're going to be aggressive in that area because, yeah. uh, you know, I talked about it nauseam on the campaign trail. 90% of our revenues coming from the residential side, and that has got to change. If we're going to stay you know, a viable, long-term, uh, you know, stable city, we're going to have to have that commercial tax base. We really have become the perfect storm for over, like what we've talked about for years of overburdening the residential tax base, where we've said, no, 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 no. There's no real guide. There's no plan, really. And then we say no to stuff. And so we all we, we talked about how we don't want to burden the residents, but now we're years from, I mean, it, it's going to start to happen. I understand that, but we've literally wasted, we'll have almost a decade of time that we did not capitalize on the commercial tax base and, and help the residential tax base. Um, so it will be interesting to see if that can flip quickly. Yeah, and it's going to cost the taxpayers some money as a result, yeah. because now interest rates are skyrocketed. I mean, we had 10 years of some of the lowest interest rates our country's ever seen, and we didn't capitalize on that enough. And, and now, you know, developers are going to say, well, you want a parking garage, that's great, but it's seven and a half, eight percent interest for me to do my project. That's sucking all the profits out of it. And the city's going to have yeah. to help us if you want a parking garage. So that cost is going to is going to it's going to impact the city, no doubt. So North Point 2, you are going to make happen, make, you think it can happen. You're going to make, that's your a goal to make that happen. Um, yes. I think, I think it is a very small group that doesn't want it, but um, what do you see going there at, uh, what, do you see 100,000 foot buildings, 20,000 foot buildings? What's in your head that's going to happen there? I would like something different than North Point. Now, North Point is these um, small, you know, five, 10, 15 acre um, sites where you have multiple uh, multiple users coming in, multiple types of businesses coming in. It's it's more of a traditional uh, industrial type park. I like to see North Point 2 as more of a corporate campus. I'd like it's going to be 150 to 180 acre development. I'd like to see it down to two, maybe three users, but preferably one or two users. So it, it, it will look much better than having all these um, industrial buildings going up. And I think that's mm -hmm. a great location for that. And if you look at how they designed it initially, it was going to have like horse fence, fences. Architecturally speaking, it was going to look more like a campus than, than an industrial park. Be a good and, spot uh, for that. Say again? It'd be a good spot for that. I agree. It'd be a great spot. Um, we, have, we, we don't have great infrastructure in Westfield compared to, say, a Carmel, who's real close to 465, but we do have some state roads, and now US 31's a game changer, mm -hmm. what the state is doing, and that's single-handedly baked into the equation that Westfield is going to become a suburb of Indianapolis. we got to capitalize on that. So what are we going to do as a city? So like North Point 1, to me, um, just from a real estate standpoint, isn't marketed. And, you know, there's no signs in there. There's, um, you don't hear much about it. 
and North Point too, what is the city going to do or are we going to do to really push that stuff? How are you, how are you well, going to drive that business? Yeah, I think first it involves infrastructure. We need to put the infrastructure in place day one. Mm -hmm. We didn't do that initially on North Point and it was a little slow to get started. And then we put in um, that extension, uh, East Street extension, and it, everything exploded. And that's what we've got to do day one, I think, in North Point, too, is put in the infrastructure and then you have a shovel ready project um, to, to market to the to the business community. And you can do that through, you know, journals and, and you know, Wall Street Journal. There's all kinds of magazines and journals that you can advertise um, for these types of developments. But I think I think what hurt North Point initially was. Um, we didn't have the infrastructure and the utilities and everything ready to go for that project. I am surprised that there's not more, like the there's a beautiful spec building going up right now. I'm surprised there's not more pace on it um, because it is a great location. Uh, a good developer owns it. It's been surprising to me, but um, it'll be, it'd be nice to get some legs on it. Yeah, most of the of the spec buildings that go up, they get filled right away. But that is, we do have one there. That I agree with you. That's mm -hmm. a little surprise, a little bit of a head scratcher. It hasn't, mm -hmm. it hasn't taken off yet. All right. So Grand Park, um, what do you, what are you excited about with Grand Park in the starting the first of the year? So I, I reached out to the um, Hamilton County Tourism Office, and I got them to agree to pay to have uh, a study and a redevelopment. Um, design down around Grand Park. Um, so they're investing the money, they're working with the city, and uh, we're partnering with a company who also does data analysis. These, this is the company that the county hired to look at tourism in Hamilton County and what's driving tourism and where dollars are being spent when they come into Hamilton County. And that's what really showed that Westfield was lagging way behind in terms of, you know, most of the visitors coming into Hamilton County are because of Westfield with, with Grand Park. But most of the dollars being spent by those tourists are not in Westfield. They're in Carmel, Fishers. Kokomo actually ranks higher than, than Westfield does. Um, so that same company is partnering with the urban planner and that we're working on a redesign of the greater area around Grand Park. Just not button right up to the park, but the whole geographical area of what can we bring around Grand Park um, to, to keep those dollars here in Westfield. And I'm really excited about that. that's already starting behind the scenes. Um, we're already starting to have meetings to to get that off the ground. What kind of uses would you like in there? What what do you see in there? Like specific uses? What would be cool? We're you know we're spitballing right now some really crazy ideas. I don't want to throw anything out there in this in this video because people may laugh. But we're looking at how can we create a 365 day destination around Grand Park. Um, that's our goal, and so we're looking at some really unique concepts some things that aren't being done maybe in a few places in the country, but not here in the Midwest. And we're looking at attractions for a, a spring, summer, fall, and winter destination with Grand Park. Yeah. Um, if we can do that, the hotels come more, you know, all the things we're complaining about, but not being able to capture that's because right now you have about a four or five month season of Thursday through Sunday of tourists. Mm -hmm. So we got to build, we got to broaden that out to really to get the things I think we all want here in Westfield. Mm -hmm. um, so we're looking at from that angle, but I also see how can we capture 5 million visitors coming to Grand Park every year? I, I, I can't tell you how many of those are athletes, but a big chunk of those are kids playing sports. And mm -hmm. there is this 
tech industry, the sports tech industry is just exploding right now. And Indianapolis and the state of Indiana is dedicating some dollars to capture that. And I think Westville can be a partner there. I mean, where else, where else can you study sports than at Grand Park? And I mean, these people are studying sweat, you know, the amount of sweat, the type yeah. of sweat that comes out of a kid at nine o'clock in the morning and they're, and they're building data models around <laughs> sports performance drinks and nutrition. I mean, it's uh -huh. crazy how much this is taking off and we need to be a partner there. So I see that as another option for Grand Park. I think, I think Grand Park is a good example of we need to get out of our own bubble because yes. It, this is a lot bigger than Westfield or any Westfield administration or any local development company. Um, and I think that's always been the problem is our reach has been, we see something that we want, but we're not sitting at the table with the people that are making those decisions. That's right. Um, and, and that's like the you, stuff we're doing right now. We're researching, for example, um, I'll throw one little teaser out there. You know, we looked at an indoor ski slope. Um, there's a couple of them being built right now in the United States. Why uh -huh. not in Indiana? It's bone uh -huh. fly here. Why can't we? You're not going to ski anywhere else in this area. <laughs> if you built an indoor ski slope, could you get uh -huh. people to come to Westfield for that? I think the answer is yes. Well, uh -huh. who builds that? There are a few people out there that do. We're doing research right now to try to figure out who do we reach out to and, and sell Grand Park as a potential destination for something like that. But th that's just one of many examples where yeah. spitballing things that make sense that would bring people to Grand Park beyond the fields. And I think that's, that's the box we got to get out of. And we got to start thinking about it much broader than, than field use. You know, one, that's of the, so much. one of the things I always liked about uh, in Fishers was the, cause you brought tech. They realize that there's a bunch of little, there's a bunch of tech startup companies that are attracting funding. So they're filling the office space and they're creating a young professional culture in the city center. And then they, they blow up, they collect funding, they keep growing there, but they don't, it's not a major investment by the city. Um, it's not a, it's not just experiential. It's, you know, year round product and research and development of stuff. And it's still bringing that world there. And it's, it's built around that community. And I would like to see that at Grand Park where it's not just experiences. Like I'm a big ice hockey, right? And or so year round, let's create year round experiences. But what about that business that wants to be on that campus in the heart of all that? Like you say, the sports drink people or whatever. I think that's where the, that has to be where the market is. And you would think California and you know, the typical places where those companies succeed, you'd think the Midwest would be a reasonable place for them, especially around Grand Park, but you're, is you're that spot on. That's, yeah, that's the exact angle that we're trying to look at it from. We're looking at um, an, uh, a shared space, um, small office um, complex to, to be serve as an incubator for these types of businesses. Mm -hmm. And what I would like to do is incentivize those businesses. Hey, if you come to Westfield, and you start up here in Westfield and you grow and expand, we will incentivize you with, with dollars to reinvest in Westfield and to grow that business in Westfield. Mm -hmm. And there are models out there that we can use to create this, this environment where businesses will come, they'll incubate in Westfield and they'll grow and stay in Westfield. And that's my vision. And, and whether that's right in the back door of Grand Park or whether that's mm -hmm. in our downtown area or some other area, I think that's to be determined. But I think we have to build on the synergy of Grand Park and the value that that can bring to those types of companies. Because mm -hmm. I think we have the people. 
Yeah. I think we have the employee, the employee base and the capability. Well, um, SEP, example. I mean, SEP is kind of a yeah. the first entry point into high tech in Westfield, and and uh, I think we can expand on that. Yeah. What is uh, fun about becoming the mayor? Oh, I I like building things. I like seeing results. You know, coming up uh -huh. with a with a vision and then working hard to see it to fruition. And and so we're just getting started, obviously, and we're gonna make some mistakes along the way. We're going to hit some walls along the way, but I'm just super excited about all the ideas that are flowing in right now to uh -huh. West. I mean, it is crazy. I, I literally today, I think I have 30 minutes on my calendar that I'm not busy and I'm going from one meeting to the next to the next. And it's people wanting to invest and do some exciting things in uh -huh. Westfield. And that gets me excited every day when I get up. I'm not going to lie. I absolutely love what I'm doing right now. Uh -huh. That's cool. How can uh, residents and community, because I feel like a small group of people tend to, and I know that's typical in the volunteer world, but how can people that uh, aren't really involved and how can they engage in what you want to do after the first of the year? So we're, we're creating a list right now. We haven't started to scrub it, but we're going to do that here real soon. You know, the mayor has to appoint numerous people to, to various committees and commissions I'm looking at bringing in um, some new things that Westfield has not seen before that we're going to be engaging in. Um, so if you if you just want to get involved in the city and you don't know where your strengths and weaknesses fit in, just reach out to me because we're creating a list and we're going to. My commitment to the city of Westfield is, you know, over the last several years, it seems like the same people doing everything, and mm -hmm. and that thank you to the people who are willing to sacrifice their time for our community. And I don't know if that's just other people don't care or don't want to get involved in, but I think it's probably more they just don't know how to get on, on mm -hmm. something. Yeah. We're going to be very vocal about we want every this is not my city. I'm just a one of, of tens of thousands of residents in Westfield. And I, I want to bring a coalition of people that want to see the city move forward and, mm -hmm. and we'll find a way to get you involved. You said you haven't scrubbed the list yet. Does that really just mean get my name off of all of them? That just means I eliminate guys like Kurt Weitzel, who I want nothing to do with any decision in the city of Westfield. That's what means. So you're going to be a great Kurt mayor. Weitzel, uh -huh. Well, it, glad you're keeping trend. So um, that'll be good. Well, thanks, Scott. I like the updates. Um, I like that you're excited and you got a lot going on. Um, and hopefully people will reach out and get engaged and over the next couple of months, continue this momentum for the new year. Yeah, reach out to me through my city council uh, email address or, or message me on Facebook if you're interested, and we'll, we'll definitely get you on the list and set up a uh, conversation. We've got your home address on here. Yeah, you just can, stop by. Just stop by, right? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> just swing by and knock on the door. I got <laughs> All right, man. Well, have a good rest of your day. Thank you very much. Thanks for the opportunity. I appreciate it.